0: it's a mystery all right ready yeah welcome to books brews and boobs an educated and awkward podcast because that's where we live educated and awkward nailed it hey carly what you drinking <clears throat> I'm drinking
1: Turtle Thunder from Sun King.
0: What do you think? Is it good?
1: Uh, Yeah, I like it. I've had two different beers tonight, and it's my favorite of the two.
0: Hey, I actually think that might have been my favorite of the two also. Huh. This is my third different one. So yes, I think that's my top. Which one are you drinking? I'm drinking Surf Lessons, which is also from Sun King. And it tastes like... A little bit like coconut, but I would call it sunscreen IPA. That's the name I would actually give it if I had to give it a new name. Not a fan. It's a little coconutty, but it's not bad. Good summer beer, maybe. Jen.
2: Um. Well, I, <laughs> I just opened this. It's uh nap in the hammock from Metazoa Brewing Company. Oh, that is a good one. What do you think? I like it. It's it's just it's light. Would you
0: say it tastes like a nap in a hammock? Mm-hmm. Have you ever taken a nap in a hammock?
2: Yeah, several times. <laughs> it's my favorite place to nap. <laughs> would you
0: rate it as high as a nap in a hammock?
2: Um, on <laughs> a scale of, on a scale of one to five, <laughs> with Where? one being the worst, uh, yes, and okay. five being the best. <laughs> so um, confident this time. One out of five naps in a hammock. I would give this like a three and a half or four naps. Ah, <laughs> so it's a in moderate nap hammock. Yeah, it's it's pretty right. good. That's fair. All right.
0: So we just finished reading. We did. the Storyteller by Jodi Picoult. Well, we didn't like just immediately finish it and be like, let's record right this minute.
1: We all sat around the table reading the book. And then as soon as we were done, we started recording this.
0: I don't, I don't think I could read, record that fresh, like straight out of a book. If I like just put it down and was like, let's talk about it.
1: Yeah. Because I would be.
2: I have to think alone for a little yeah, bit. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I need like a little bit of process time, especially with a book of this heft. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I read The Cat heavy. by myself. Grade That's one.
1: We'll save that for another episode.
0: Yeah, I think maybe next episode will be about the cat. But uh, yeah, this was a heavier one than his and hers, I think.
1: Definitely. <laughs> At least emotionally. Yeah physically also a little heavier i think
0: uh for me no because i read his and hers off my kindle and my kindle's kind of hefty because mm. it's the kindle fire that's the one i read it on not my paperweight paperweight paperwhite kindle paperweight oh <laughs> hey we
1: were talking about the storyteller
0: from <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought i already said that i did it I was pretty sure I said, we just finished reading The Storyteller by Jodi Picoult.
1: I interrupted you.
0: (laughs) I said. (laughs) I said it in my head. In my head, I said, we just finished reading The Storyteller by Jodi Picoult. This is only episode two. We're working out some kinks. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, well. For those of you who are just now catching up with us, we just finished reading The Storyteller by Jodi Picoult, which is physically lighter than my Kindle Fire, in case anyone was wondering. (laughs) Wowzers. We're new. It's fine. (laughs) Meanwhile, our production people are choking on their beverages. Whoopsie daisies. Um... What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the story. <laughs> the story <teller>. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> That's right. That's it. That's what we were talking about. Um, We were talking about it being a heavier read than his and hers. Yes, it was heavier.
1: Do we need to give a synopsis? I
0: you know? I don't know.
1: What do you think? The boys want to know what it's about?
0: The boys want to know what it's about. They didn't read it. So they're just here for the party. Um, Okay. You want to summarize
1: it? Do I ever? Um, Yeah, so it's about a baker who has a grandma. And this grandma lived through the
0: Holocaust. Yes.
1: And then there's an old man. How Mm -hmm. much do I give away? Do you think I
0: tell him? Um, Well, I mean, we kind of just always say that there's spoiler alerts anyway. So I think we'll be okay to tell whatever we want to tell. Well, there's your warning. This old man, he
1: was... A Nazi, and he killed people, and that's uh, that's uh, what I got from it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, on the surface, surface level, yes. Uh, oh, it's, if it's I had to pick deeper than that. if I had to pick a theme for this book, I feel like it's borderline a redemption story mm-hmm. for all the characters. I feel like the all the characters are seeking some kind of redemption. Hmm maybe not what's the girl's the girl who was a nun who's no longer a nun what's her name mary
2: yes yeah the bakery or yeah the, the girl house. who owns the
0: bakery um her story may not be a redemption story i don't think but i really do feel like <coughs> i feel like overall the rest of the characters are seeking some kind of redemption mm-hmm.
1: um it's also a story within a story
0: yes Yuck. I think no I was sorry I was trying to collect my thoughts um Jen what do you think of the story within the story do you want to like oh. summarize with that not summarize it but like talk about where it came from like you know what I mean uh, talk about the story within the story ready go
2: okay yeah th- so the story within the story oh god do I remember the story okay so it's it's about this young woman and this guy and I don't know she falls in love with him, but he turns out to be like kind of like a monster from whatever myths or legends this village has. And um, I know it's kind of like, yeah, how she falls in love with the monster, but he's actually maybe not really the monster. Like it might be everybody else sort of thing. Yeah. Which I, I guess has a lot of parallels to. Yeah. A lot of what the story is about. It definitely fits in that redemption arc, I think.
0: I found it interesting that the story within the story was about a baker. Like, I almost kind of wonder if it's like a parallel to her real life.
1: It is. It's a parallel to the grandmas. She writes oh, it. Oh, yeah. I guess it is, <laughs> isn't it? Duh. It's fresher in my mind.
0: Yeah, it's less fresher in my mind. It's a little stale. Listen, I'm a slow reader. I can be a slow reader, but... I just finished it a while ago. I also started it really late. Yeah, that's fair.
1: I waited for vacation.
0: I don't think this is a good vacation read. If you're getting ready to go on vacation (laughs) and you think, I want to read The Storyteller by Jodi Picoult, don't do it. Yeah. it's That is a trap and a half. Bad idea.
2: (laughs) vibe killer. (laughs) Yeah. Especially in Colorado. It's not a beach read. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's (laughs) it's not Rocky Mountain High for sure.
1: No, it was not.
0: (laughs) It's definitely a downer. Um, what did you, who, if you had to pick a favorite character, who would it be? Let's go that route. I like the
1: FBI guy. (laughs) Oh yeah. He was just like super chill. Yeah. He didn't piss me off. He was just kind of Switzerland and I appreciated him. Oh no, I'm a liar. I pick Mary. <laughs>
2: okay. Yeah. Why
1: Mary? Ah oh, she's great. She's an ex nun, which is cool because she's no longer That's what I'm going with. Okay. <laughs> and she opened a bakery but knew nothing about baking, so then she had to
0: hire a baker.
1: I don't know. She's great. She's just the Yeah, I don't know how to describe her.
0: That's fair. I think. I feel like she's one of those people that, like, if you knocked on her front door at 3 a.m. and you were like, hey, I got a problem, she'd be like, all right, come on in, let's fix it.
1: Where do we hide a dead body? Yeah. She totally would hide a dead body for you.
0: Yeah, everybody needs a 3 a.m. friend that you can, like, call at 3 (laughs) a.m. and be like, hey, uh, help. And they're like, all right, fine. Sure. (laughs) Jen, who's your favorite character? I don't
2: know. Probably... I don't know. I can't. I'm not sure whether my favorite character is Sage or her grandma Minka, but I'm not saying he's my favorite character, but do you guys remember Rocco? He's the, like the baker. Yeah. Sister. Oh, yeah. The, the like clerk at the, haikus. not
0: clerk, what's the word I went, Cashier? Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Yeah. I appreciated him. He his. had
0: some pretty funny lines.
2: He, so, go ahead. I just really committed. You got to be committed to talking mm-hmm. only haikus. That's a lot of forethinking. Yeah. Planning ahead. I mean,
1: it would stop you from saying a lot of stupid shit. Mm. I mean, you're
0: still going to say <laughs> some stupid shit speaking only in haikus, but. Because you get what, 17 syllables? Because it's like seven, five, seven, is it seven, five, seven? Yeah, seven five seven. Five, seven, five. Yeah, so you only get 17 syllables <laughs> to be able to have a conversation every time you want to say something to someone.
1: Se- hold on, how many? Five, seven, five,
2: five. Five, seven,
0: five. Thanks for fact checking on me on that one okay good luck go ahead Jen you uh, were talking uh, about Rocco episode.
2: oh that's it I just admired Rocco and his commitment Ikus um but yeah I, I don't know I, I really like Sage I think maybe just because she's like one of the more like sh- younger characters probably closer to my age um and so I think that uh, not necessarily specifically all of the issues she has going on, but I feel like I liked her a lot and that I was definitely able to relate to feeling like a mess where you're at in life sort of thing. But oh, also yeah. um, Minka was a badass and I don't know. Word. I couldn't imagine. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That poor woman's been through it and back.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, She's a tough cookie. Yeah. For our studio audience uh Minko lived through Auschwitz escaped and eventually made it to the United States only to live out her days here into well into old age wasn't she like ninety something yeah yeah ninety I was thinking it was like late eighties early nineties so like this one's like been through it dude the end got me though yes. where yeah okay so she ends up dying which we already said there were spoilers um but sage ends up like covering up her tattoo from auschwitz in her casket before they bury her to like erase that part of her life and like let her live out well not live out because obviously she's already dead at that point because she's in her casket but just like so she's not buried with that memory of like all the things that are happened to her and i like wanted to start bawling like
1: (gasps) she spent Her whole life hiding the tattoo, so... Yeah. Sage wanted to make sure it was... Yeah. yeah, Continued to be hidden. But, man. That was a lot. But, wait. There's more. So. The old guy. What's
2: his name? Joe. His real name? Oh, yeah. Well, it'd be... The German pronunciation,
0: I think, would be Josef. Josef. I think. I'm... Don't speak fluent German, but that sounds... That's how I pronounced it in my head.
1: Okay, well I'm gonna call him Mr. Weber. That's fine. Cause I don't know.
0: Anyway. I mean mister
1: Mr. Weber is appropriate. So I said he was a Nazi, <laughs> but dun, plot dun, dun. twist, he knew Minka because he his he shot her best friend in front of her. Yeah. But then plot twist again. it it was his brother and he was lying about him being the bad guy it's this whole thing if you haven't read it you should read it and then you can come back and listen to us mumble about this
0: i just don't know how or why he pretended to be his brother the entire time like after he like the war's over and he leaves germany why would you continue to be the person that you aren't does that make sense yeah like his brother did some really horrible things. Like this is a man who literally was just shooting people in cold blood in the street because someone gave him the order to, but his brother, the person he actually is, is not actually like that. Like he spent his time like in an office and like protecting these people and trying to bring like children in. So they, Oh wait, I'm confounding stories in the book. Um, but was like bringing women into his office to work as like typists so that they're not like in these horrible conditions after he finds out she speaks German. Not taking advantage of them. Yeah, and not taking advantage of her. Just like, you know, like, oh, I'm going to go to my officer's meeting, but I take out the trash. And really, like, he, like, just slid his food down in the trash so she could eat it. Like, he literally was the reason she survived. And now he's pretending to be his brother who's, like, shooting people in cold blood. And is the complete opposite. And I just don't get why you would... Why? I took it as him... So, at
1: the very end of the book, uh, he discloses that it's not really him. Does he disclose her? Or it's written somewhere. She finds um, his name somewhere. I
2: can't remember if it, it, it was to do in with, the... like, his, like, she saw the picture that had his blood type on it. Oh. That's right.
1: what it was. was yeah, yeah. Cause he's got that tattooed on his arm. Yeah. So he, he dies, and Sage finds out that he was actually his brother, the good guy of the two Nazis. But, um, yeah
0: he can be a good yeah, I don't
1: but he had killed his brother and by killed him I mean his brother was choking in front of him and he just chose not to save him and I took it as I don't know like he was feeling guilty like he killed his brother and it was like it didn't make him any better than his mm-hmm. brother who killed all of those people I don't yeah. know like I, I thought it was some kind of guilt trip deal
0: I could see that for Mm -hmm. sure.
2: Yeah, I definitely thought it was guilt related. I think that like along the same lines, I wonder if it has any kind of like relation to just, I don't know, like when you feel guilty about something, you probably feel, I mean, I don't know, not that being a Nazi is anything you should not feel incredibly guilty for, but like, I don't know. I feel like oftentimes you put more on yourself than other people do. When you feel like you're guilty of something. And so it's like, you know, if he really felt that guilty, his brother obviously did like a lot more sort of thing. And he just kind of took that on and like the guilt and the identity sort of thing.
1: Mm. He also wanted Sage to kill him. Yeah. And maybe he thought his story of being the, the nice Nazi nicer Nazi wasn't enough to
0: convince her to do it so if he took on his brother's story yeah because I think if he was like hey I worked in an office at Auschwitz and was really just in charge of paperwork she'd be like okay well you're bad but not like bad enough for me to like let you kill yourself in front of me and not call 911 and save you but having killed my grandmother's best friend yeah i might kill you yeah shot her and just for the fun of shooting her not the fun of i mean there was obviously like a whole reason he did it but not a good one no not good enough like well he even gets written up for it yeah yeah because i guess even amongst the nazis there was like code for like you can only kill someone if they've broken xyz rules yeah weird even nazis have Ethics. Even even criminals have codes. Word. Why do I keep saying that? I don't know. <laughs> it's the word of the day. It's the word of the day and word of the night. Um, I found it really interesting that there was a such a parallel between like Minka's story that she's telling about the brothers and then the two Nazi brothers, like the Weber brothers, for lack of, I mean, that's obviously not their last name, but, um, that's how he was identifying himself. But I thought the parallel between the two brothers in that story was interesting because it parallels so well with the two brothers in Minka's story. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why. So like Minka's writing this story while she's at Auschwitz. The good brother finds it and is like, I want more of this, makes her write more and like pushes her to keep going. And I almost wonder if he wanted to know because it came down to the end and he's like, I need to know how it ends. Like, what is the ending of the story? And he's like, kept it in his drawer all these years. Do you think that he wanted to know the ending because he wanted to know that it was going to be okay? Like he saw the parallel between he and his like between him and his brother and he thought like if her story turned out well for the brothers that there was some redemption for his brother?
2: Yeah, I definitely feel like I mean, part of the reason that he took her in kind of was I think that that her story really resonated with him from the very beginning.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just very deep. I have a lighthearted question for you. Or maybe it's lighthearted. So in the book, I think it's when, oh, what's the, is it Leo? The like detective guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that his name? When he like gets first, when he first gets introduced, um, he says that New Hampshire is a great place to hide if you're a Nazi. No one ever thinks to look in New Hampshire. Um, And I wrote in my notes, but why? What's in New Hampshire that I don't? Like, why is New Hampshire a good place to hide? Is New
0: Hampshire where the state motto is live free or die? Is that it? New Hampshire's state motto is live free or die. That's why they're hiding there. Because they can live free. Or die in New Hampshire, I don't know, system. like I guess New Hampshire is kind of a forgotten state because it's between Massachusetts and Maine. it's like right there beside Vermont. I don't know Do, I mean, would you be like, you know where I want to go on vacation New Hampshire. New Hampshire
1: no, never in my life have I ever said that
0: I mean, I mean, we visit family in that neck of the woods pretty frequently, and have we ever been to New Hampshire? Or do we drive through Vermont every time? No, we drive New oh, we drive, we, see, it's a drive through state. Mm. I do enjoy a good drive through <laughs> I mean, it's not, I mean, I, I don't, <laughs> one thing I know about New Hampshire, the only thing I know about New Hampshire is that their state motto is live free or die. And that's only because we have family in New Hampshire.
2: That's one more thing and <laughs> than I knew. I was probably pretty tipsy when I wrote that down, but.
0: But mm-hmm. no, that's a good question. Like
2: any any listeners <laughs> from New Hampshire if you're from out there, New
0: Hampshire, we're sorry that all we know about your state is live free or die. But also, like I'm I'm here for that. I could live free or die. That's fine. <laughs> what are you counting?
1: Ah, that's too much. <laughs> I'm still Carly's still my trying haiku. to write <laughs> <haiku>. <laughs> I have one line. It's pretty good, but you I can don't do know it. how to spell um
0: I don't know what else do you think about the book did you like it overall like would you read it again
1: I had no problem getting through it and usually if I don't like a book I don't finish it so it was really good I just wouldn't pick it for a vacation book next yeah that's fair Mm
2: -hmm. Jen well so I got it on audiobook Um, at first but I think I liked it enough that I will probably pick up like a physical copy for myself some time yeah. and hopefully read it again, but maybe not for a while because it was pretty heavy. That's, I think
0: the only thing for me that was hard. So the chapters are broken up kind of like his and hers was. They're like by character. They're not <coughs> by like number. And some of the chapters are really lengthy and to get through them is, uh, it's, a, it's a trek. Some of the Mika chapters where she's talking about like her experience at Auschwitz and her experience, um, living <coughs> in a ghetto was she in poland
1: i think i believe so yeah
0: that sounds right Mm -hmm. um is this a lot because it's that's a lot like world war ii is a lot especially in that neck of the woods and so those couple of chapters towards the middle like before you get to part three where they were a trek and it took me a long time to get through them and i think that's because i was so committed to like i'm going to read this book not like audio book it Mm -hmm. because I wanted to be able to like make notes or like mark things and that's hard to do while I'm driving in my car um but yeah I I also don't read a lot of just like fiction and so when I do it's got to be something that's like got to keep moving and this was just a little bit of a struggle for me yeah I think it was just the heft of the book though
1: but this is both of your first Jodi Picoult
0: books that is true would you read her again probably if it wasn't so hefty of a topic i think are all of her books this hefty uh
1: yeah um i mean all the ones i like really hit on some heavy subjects like kind of right and wrong Gotcha. but depending on where you stand Yeah. yeah what
2: do you think jen would you read her again uh yeah i think i would i mean This type of fiction is not really one that I tend to go to on my own, but yeah, after reading at least one of her books, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I would read other ones. I think, not that there's anything wrong with being like religious or anything, but I think that was probably one of the things that I was like, are all of her books. And I feel like they focused a lot on, you know, I mean, obviously for good reason, Jewish religion, but like um even like Mary the Baker Lady mm-hmm. you know kind <clears> of <throat> touched on um Catholicism yeah a lot of that stuff and um yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff is not typically my cup of tea but
1: yeah this is definitely a lot more religion heavy than her other ones mm-hmm. um but like digging into the controversial topics like she does I mean you do kind of hit on some uh yeah there's usually like some sort of I guess Mm -hmm. character that I mean not necessarily is as religious as it's not as religion heavy but Mm -hmm. they still I guess usually
2: touch on some I guess I guess I guess if I were to pick up another one of her books which one do you recommend next Uh. Mm, that's a good question
1: Uh, yep Hey, can I see that real fast? I need to see
2: the list of books. (laughs) I don't know if
0: they're all on there, though. Oh, I feel like... I have a computer right here. She has... No.
1: Okay, here's some of them. Um, Oh, gosh.
0: But have you read the ones that are listed there? That's the real question.
1: I have read most of these. Uh, Sing You Home is about a lesbian. Sorry, I said it like that. Uh,
0: Did you know that... that's what it was about before you looked at th- Oh, obviously, because it doesn't have the synopsis. <laughs> yes, I read never it. Never mind. <laughs> it literally is just a list of the books, and I asked a really dumb, obvious question.
1: I mean, Sing You Home just screams book about lesbian. The title. Yeah, that's what
0: I got from mm-hmm. the title. Yeah, no. Not no, at
1: all. Not, no, not so much. Uh, house Rules <coughs> and Handle with Care, I think. Ha. Ah, but also 19 Minutes, The Tenth Circle. My Sister's Keeper, if you've seen the movie and haven't read the book. Read the book. The book is always better. I stood up in the theater and threw a fit. <laughs> Did you really? Yes, I said no. Don't listen to this. This is not how it ends. Oh my god! I mean, the credits were rolling, and there were like <laughs> two other groups in there, but I was pissed. Define group. I mean, like the couples, maybe. I don't know.
0: There's, <laughs> There's like three I people, a couple sisters. Uh, at it. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was a very small audience. Jen but and I, I went to listen. see
0: where the crawdads sing. Oh, I know. I need to in the theater on produce campus kind of basically that's like almost on campus right i don't know yeah. it's in lafayette. Less lafayette just about yeah yeah time. uh there were what two other people in the theater and they were sitting right in front of us mm-hmm. Mm-mm. yeah they were you weren't there you don't know <laughs> Anyway, so which jody pucall book would you recommend oh, dang it you I didn't got sidetracked. i couldn't yes, narrow it down same. um <coughs> top three
1: oh <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go with, and I will change my mind as soon as I say these three, but. (laughs) uh, As best as you can. House Rules. Okay. That one's about a kiddo with Asperger's. Um, The Pact, though it's been forever since I've read it, but it's about two teenagers with a suicide
0: pact. Boy, that sounds hefty. Mm Mm-hmm. Um man, I feel like I had one of hers on my like to read list on Goodreads and now I can't find it. I wish there was a way to like sort by author. There probably is not I'm just not looking at it. Help us Goodreads. Oh.
1: Uh 19 Minutes is good. It's about, well, oh, I mean, I good. Again, that. Deep, it's about a school shooting. Oy. The book itself is good. School shooting?
0: Not
2: good. Yeah, I I didn't I figure you were condoning that. school no. shootings.
0: Mm-mm. Just to clarify. Yes. Uh, none of us condone school shootings.
1: And if any of our listeners do,
0: please don't be a listener. <laughs> oh, actually, I have two of hers on my to read list. What you got? A Spark of Light and The Book of Two Ways. Oh, also, she wrote a version of Wonder Woman called Love and Murder. A graphic novel. Yes, it is a graphic novel. I uh, It's on my to read list. I do want to read that one.
1: I don't know anything about the two that you talked about.
0: I don't either. They're just on my to read list. Must be good. I I don't. I haven't read them, so I wouldn't know. They're just listed as to read. Ah, right. Uh, Overall, I think this was a good book, though. Um, Not as many twists and turns as I had expected. Well, I didn't expect any twists and turns, actually. It was very predictable. I expected to just be told a story. I would classify it as historical fiction, I think, Mm -hmm. Uh if I had to categorize it, which I'm pretty sure if I walked into the library and was like, I'm looking for the storyteller by Jodi Picoult, they'd be like, oh, it's in the fiction section under Picoult, because that's how libraries work. (laughs) There's not like a designated, unless your library has a designated historical fiction section, our local public library does not. Ah,
1: the library that I worked at. It not either but I? they had something separate like
0: westerns and romance are normally sectioned off and mysteries
1: i don't remember there being a romance section mystery and no i don't think there was a western section either
0: Man, some libraries just do the you little like spine pictures stickers like they do in yep, the like children's department where you're like i'm looking for all the christmas <laughs> books and they're like oh all the christmas books have christmas stickers on the spines yep that's definitely it they had yeah the stickers and then mystery was its own
1: yeah and with the movies.
0: Wait, mystery books were with the movies?
1: Yep. There's like a separate room. Huh. We've been in the Tippecanoe County Library. No, I one?
0: have pretty much always lived in Hard County, except for a couple years of my life. So
1: ah, well, you're not missing much. Uh, yeah, but there's this weird glass box, and it has like the the uh. CDs and, and videos and the mystery section is in there.
0: I don't understand why the mystery section is kept separate. Why are we segregating the mysteries? Those are arguably the best <laughs> books in the entire library, in my opinion.
1: I'm not disagreeing. Why are they?
0: Why do they not get the same love as the rest of the books?
1: That's a great question. I also there might have been like a sci-fi.
0: Oh, and I think too. ours. Stephen you're well versed in the science fiction Department of the library is that its own section Of the <laughs> library it is Okay they science fiction fantasy. Yeah. Okay yeah I was thinking that they were Separate the only place that all the all Those things are not separate is on our Bookmobiles They're all just adult Books because they don't have room they carry More children's books than anything because They visit the schools
1: hey Haley Hey yeah uh, Jenna and I have been on a bookmobile. No
0: way, me too. You guys have been on the same bookmobile though. Yeah. Did you know that we have two here in the fine city? Wow. That's
1: two more than I have ever dreamed of.
0: They're pretty neat. though. if you ever want to see them, you have my mom's number.
1: I just want to be one. I don't want to be one. I want to be be a bookmobile. I want
0: to be a book
1: librarian Mo- mobile
0: uh mobile librarian there you go yeah, yeah. Yep. that's what yep. we're gonna go with nailed it oh. mobile librarian um they're actually just called clerks the people that work on the library on the bookmobiles they're not technically librarians did you know because they don't have master's degrees in library science i know i uh
1: got my undergrad in English so that I could go on to get my master's in library sciences uh, yeah you didn't
0: know I this about me no but I also had considered a master's in library science at one point so I could continue working at the library doing more than just checking out books oh I Jen did you ever have desire to be a person who worked no. in the library no. have you ever worked in a library
2: no <gasps> uh actually what I, outsider I, uh, yep I can't even remember the last time I went to the library. Get in the car. I just, just go kidding. for it's it and buy a my on a books. And then if I hate them, I donate them to Goodwill. Uh, oh! I definitely, I
1: don't check uh, out books from the library. I buy my own so I can have my own,
0: but I, I worked at a library. very rarely go to the library because my mom works at the library. Perks. So I just request my books and have them sent to the bookmobile department. And then my mom brings them. <coughs> But, I mean, technically, if you have a thousand books in your house, it can be classified as a library. Is it a thousand? Somebody fact check me on that one. She says that she has a computer in front of her. Please hold.
2: How many books do you think you have in your house? Um, it's a lot. One, two.
0: I don't think you can count them <laughs> while we're recording. And does that count? What if you have multiple copies of a book? I mean, libraries have multiple copies. Oh, that is true. You need oh, to be classified as a library, a room should contain at least five hundred books. Is that the number you also found? Because you just laughed out loud. Uh, A thousand. Oh, just kidding. Um, This also says that every school with five hundred or more students has between a thousand between ten thousand and one and fifteen thousand books on stock, like in stock. I don't know if that's accurate.
1: I have a lot of counting to do.
0: I will probably save it for a rainy day project, but I at one point am going to count all of my books. <clears throat> oh, but if you had a library, if you do have a library, if you do have a thousand books, do you have to name your library? Cause then like, what would you name your library? I would call it my library. What would you call it? <laughs> you would just call it my library. Yeah, it's mine. But how's that different from my library? Cause it's mine. <laughs> Yours is your library. <laughs> but if I call mine my library and you call yours your li- my library, how do we distinguish between the two?
1: Because I am me and you are
2: <laughs> <laughs> It seems Could simple they- enough. <laughs>
0: Jen, what would you call yours? Uh,
2: okay, well, first, can I ask, do libraries typically have a different... Like, un- do people typically name their libraries? I
0: like- mean, ours is the like Kokomo Howard County Public Library. Oh, okay. I see, and it's I see. named that way because it is in Kokomo, but it also, it is a county-wide library because there's not just a branch. Like there are two branches. Technically, there are four branches here in the city. Mm-hmm. And then Rougeville is its own branch. The Both bookmobiles count as a separate branch, which I did not know that until today. So there's the main branch downtown. There are Adventure and Discovery, which are the two bookmobiles. There is the South Branch, which is on the south side of town. And then the Roosevelt branch is its own branch but it is part of this library but i did not know that the bookmobiles were their own branches
2: hmm. uh well in that case i would name my library your library
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> <laughs> this is a very who's on first yeah situation. but why
0: your library what if I'm, because where'd you check I, that book out?
2: Then you guys say, <laughs> "I didn't." Your check library. Your library. But what about when
0: you're talking about it? <laughs> hey Jen, where'd you check that book out at?
2: I just accept. People are going to be confused <laughs> for a little bit. It's okay. They're
0: a hundred percent. Wait. Okay. So if you have a little free library, <coughs> do you have? Do you name that? I know there's like a little free library registry. Did you know that? That's I, thing? I
1: did, and I. I didn't register it because I got a plaque made for mine. But instead of little free library, I did free little library. And then I said I was starting my own my own sect of small at home libraries for the community.
0: Um, speaking of flip flopping adjectives, did you know that there's a proper way to set your adjectives up when you're adjectives you up when you're talking about things? So oh, you wouldn't say the red big ball you would say the big red ball yeah because you talk about the size before you talk about the color and that's just like an accepted english practice so size is more important than color apparently because you wouldn't say the the know. brick tall no, house you would that's... say the tall brick house
1: i just thought it it flowed better i didn't know that there was a legitimate... there's like a i don't think there's
0: like a legitimate reason as to why but i think there is a like an appropriate way to lay out your adjectives
1: but what if you're using non-size or color? Act- act-
0: if you're talking about
2: the,
1: go ahead, Jen. Give me an adjective. This is Mad Libs. <laughs> oh no!
2: Like any adjective.
1: Hit it. Uh, silly.
0: Slimy. Wait, I have to come up with one too. You just no. said. No, I thought no, you, you have to come up with a sentence in order. Oh, oh Jen slimy. and I just read a book that had a silly slimy monster in it. He wouldn't be a slimy silly monster because it doesn't feel right he was also green and his room had salt water on the floor sometimes why was there salt water on the floor i need to know do you think he needed it to survive Uh, we're talking talking about about (laughs) the house on the cerulean sea i just like (laughs) pulled that out of like thin air up here i said uh here's a
2: fact about a book uh to be honest i don't remember well enough i think wait tell me about the scene a little bit more he's he so was like in his
0: room like pretending to be a bellhop because <coughs> that's what he wants to be when he grows up isn't that so cute he's a little silly monster with he's a slimy silly monster with wiggly eyeballs Who wants to be a don't get him mixed up because he wants to help people that's why he wants to be a bellhop and as a bellhop you get to help people and make their day better so cute okay but so he's like in his room practicing being a bellhop in front of his mirror and he's like hello welcome to the whatever hotel can i take your bags right this way so and so but there's like a couple inches of salt water on his floor all the time i think he needs it to stay hydrated saltwater
2: to stay slimy (gasps) maybe he's really a saltwater taffy monster
0: carly you need to read this book it's good
1: i need to not be so full of delicious chili so that I can eat one
0: of your delicious baked goods oh my book. gosh I forgot about the baked goods that actually have to do with the book that we were actually talking about okay so in the book Jen you want to talk about the roles or you want me to talk about the
2: roles uh I can try to talk about the roles you might be able to okay.
0: you talk about them in the story and yeah. I'll talk about well, the ones the I actually kind made of,
2: do the roles come up in both stories or is it just are uh, they the same roles there are <laughs>
0: roles in both
1: stories
2: I what it, what it is so oh, Minka's Minka's father was like a baker, and one of the or am I getting the stories mixed up? You're know. correct. Minka's, Somebody's father was a baker, and just like baker. yeah, one of th- just like the special thing he did for her was he made her like her own personal little babka, um, and at the end of the book they had a recipe for it.
0: Yeah, so I baked said rolls. Mm-hmm. Which, it calls them minkas rolls in the recipe at the end of the book. And for those of you who also bake, I don't know that I would follow the recipe to a tea that's in the book. Because I think there might be some errors. Um, I made them. I think they're supposed to be like babka. Which is like a sweet, like kind of a chocolate cinnamon roll sort of situation. If you've ever had like good, like fresh baked jewish bread it's really good um <laughs> steven's pointing out that it took me 8 hours to figure out the recipe it really did i spent an entire sunday last sunday to be exact baking these blasted things and these are the second and third iteration <laughs> the first iteration turned out as you guys saw earlier in my kitchen uh basically like a pound cake because something went wrong very very extra dense yeah it's got some heft to it it's delicious it tastes really good, but I I think there might be some errors in the recipe. All that to say, um, I think it's supposed to be like a light yeasty sweet bread with they called for chocolate. I use dark chocolate mm-hmm. because dark chocolate is life. Um and then it's got cinnamon and there's something else in the filling. What else is in the filling? Uh, Oh, you have my book in front of you. Uh, it should be like one of the last steps filling. towards the bottom. Sugar? Is there sugar? It says yep, like Chop sugar, up. Sugar, cinnamon,
1: yep. and butter.
0: Yes. But because our very own Jen and my lovely husband are both allergic to regular chocolate, I made some with white chocolate. And mean, even though the white chocolate ones didn't turn out as pretty, I think they might be tastier. They smell delicious. Yes, they smell really good. They actually are quite yummy and we're very sticky coming out of the oven. White chocolate doesn't melt as well as dark chocolate does. And so the white chocolate ones have little white chocolate chunks in them. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's just a thing. She also talks about them being like shaped like a crown, I think. Did she say that? Or did I make and that up? a heart
1: up? for a birthday or something.
0: Yeah. I don't know how he shaped them into shapes. Because. <sighs> it's, Baking um is Mine turned out. Very. Not shaped like hearts or crowns. Yeah. Um,
1: I definitely thought they were cheeseburger sliders. Yeah. Carly said my room. dark chocolate
0: ones look like cheeseburger sliders. Yeah. Uh, Stephen pointed out that it's a fictional story. (laughs) So I guess in a story you can make them whatever they want them to be. I mean, I guess there are.
1: True. It is a fiction. That's true. But Jodi Picoult like
0: studies and like researches a whole lot for every book she puts out. I don't think she studied and researched the bread very well. Uh Maybe. Or maybe I'm just not unlike a second rate baker. Maybe I'm just not as great at baking yeasty breads. No. I don't like the word yeasty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Jen pointed out earlier that we were having, what did you say? You sent that text earlier and the, <laughs> those thoughts never occurred to
2: me. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, because you had those. Yes. The, the rolls, rolls. And then that jalapeno bread. Yes, I then, made jalapeno cheddar bread. Uh, and then we're drinking. is part of our spiel. and yes. it's Yep. So much carbs. Bread and so <laughs> beer and bread and more bread. Yeah. Bread and all it's but my toes.
0: Oh yeah, sweet bread, savory bread, and liquid bread. We
1: just need beer bread. Beer bread would still be a savory bread. Yeah, but we have bread beer, so
0: we need beer bread. <laughs> okay, next time I'll we'll make beer bread. Yeah. It uh, beer bread is different depending on what kind of beer you use too, because there's different kinds of like different amounts of like ver vari- <coughs> varying amounts. That's what I want. Varying amounts of yeast. Depending on what kind of bread or beer you're using.
1: I prefer a pampered chef. <laughs> that box mix is delightful.
0: Okay. If you I, haven't had it. I don't think I've ever had a pampered chef box mix bread. Oh, it's so good. I actually don't know if I've ever had box mix bread. I've had frozen bread. Like my mom would buy like the frozen unbaked like uh schwan. Yeah, so my mom would buy the frozen bread and then thaw it and bake it. And we'd be like, oh, mom made fresh bread. And she's like, no, I thawed frozen (laughs) bread and used that. I mean, not that my mom doesn't make fresh bread for all the holidays that Stephen could eat an entire loaf of on his own. But.
1: I don't know that I've ever made bread. Except for,
0: perhaps, a paper paper chef chef box. box (laughs) Genevieve, you ever made bread?
2: Yeah, I... The, la- the last time I made bread is when I almost blew the house up because oh, we almost yeah. we put like this earlier. six packets of yeast in one bread recipe.
0: Yeah, there's only like a tablespoon or it might only be like a teaspoon actually of yeast per packet. Six we were, would be
2: excessive. We were
0: young and dumb.
2: <laughs>
1: Very, uh would you compare it to? I love amateurs. Lucy. I love Lucy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: that's the episode that I think of. When she like opens the oven and the bread just <laughs> pops out and like shoves them back into the living room. I don't know that
0: I've ever made bread so fluffy that it would push me out of the way.
2: I don't think that our bread would have done that. I think our bread would have actually like blew up like a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> bread
0: bombs? It's like a bread bowl, but it explodes in your face. And not with flavor. Just like <laughs> it explodes in your face, but not, not in your in a mouth. a way. Yeah, and not in a good way. I don't want things that explode in my face <laughs> and not in my mouth. <laughs> I don't want either.
2: <laughs> I just took a weird turn.
0: <laughs> I feel like your brain went to a weird place there. Maybe not weird, just not quite what you where yeah. you wanted it to go.
2: Oh, yep. Let's get back to books. Back to, bu- back to the books. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Before we... Can we get back to the adjective thing? Is there a reason that it's silly slimy and not... Wait, what were you saying? About? I said
0: the silly slimy monster, not yeah. the slimy silly monster.
2: Okay, and is there, there's there not, probably is a b- reason. It just I, sounds better. Um, there's I don't know. a reason. I feel reason. like I need a, an actual rule. I before I please can move hold. On. I
1: feel like the adjective closest to the noun is like a part of the noun. Like that is the kind of noun, and then the other adjectives describe really? it. So it's like a slimy, a uh, silly.
0: Okay, slimy monster. It's a slimy monster. That According to, to dictionary. Cambridge. dot org. So, the Cambridge Dictionary, the appropriate order to order adjectives is by opinion first. So, like in your opinion, silly. Okay. Size second. So Thinking they give that- they give the example an opinion of unusual, <laughs> lovely, beautiful. So they, those are all subjective. Like. If you think it's beautiful, I may not think it's beautiful. If you think it's unusual, I might think that's, like, totally normal. Um, there is... So, size is second. Third is physical quality. So, things like rough, thin, untidy. Fourth is by shape. So, round, square, rectangular. Uh, then it goes color, origin, material, and purpose. So... Oh, That's nice. I know. Could you construct a sentence using I was two, three, say. six, seven, eight adjectives? That's a lot of things to describe one thing. Jen, go ahead. Try it. Talk about the book in six adjectives.
1: Seven.
2: One,
1: two, three. <laughs> Here I am back to counting.
0: Wait, Wait,
2: but Greek wouldn't be an opinion. My
0: our production guy is typing out a sentence, but it.
2: Oh, he's. Saying, oh, yeah. my. Oh,
0: but wouldn't it be my big fat Greek wedding? I don't I don't like it. So he wrote down my Greek fat big wedding or leather walking brown boots. Leather walking brown boots?
1: Oh, Oh, it just feels weird. I hate English. These are
0: examples that he found like online, but ugh just mm. I need to hear. Beautiful huge old round purple. German, Jen, German like an original Oh. paper yeah, yeah, yeah. hat. <laughs> Wait, paper, hats hat? not a purpose. What's a uh, purpose? um Useful, purple leather useful.
2: Paper, purpose. I purpose. purpose. I don't. None of it makes sense. That's it's just so too steep. many adjectives
0: in one sentence. I don't think I can do it. Boy, <coughs> anyway, opinion. Okay, so let's do it this way. An mm-hmm. opinion adjective. Ready? Go. Evil. Okay, so write that down. Oh,
1: okay.
0: You're the one with paper in front of you. I have a computer. It's mm-hmm. just too much Writing. texting typing. Size. Jen, give us a size.
2: Uh uh tiny.
0: Um, for age I say <gasps> old. I probably could have gone with something deeper than that, but that was the first thing that popped in my head.
1: Shape. Um, uh-huh. let's go with
0: You can do it. Spherical. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, is that spherical? That's a shape. It's roundish, but not quite. Maybe spherical. it's like a ball, but a little more, Ballish. a little more fancier than a ball. <laughs> is ickle?
1: Cool?
0: Really? That's the ending? spherical. Spherical. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna fact check this after the show.
0: I can Google it, it right it now. Would you like me to Google? Cool. I can't spell it, but. <laughs> no,
1: I can't either. Hey, Jen, give me
2: a color. Color. Uh,
0: green. Is spherical. It's stupid word. Oh, have you been in my Google search? It brought up crossword inf- information. I don't <gasps> do crossword puzzles. You're yeah. the one that does the crossword puzzles. Oops. Spherical, shaped like a sphere.
1: Ah, uh, your turn for origin.
0: Whose turn? My turn or Jen's yeah, turn? it's your turn. Oh, I'm sorry. it's my <laughs> turn. Origin. What does it mean by origin? <coughs> like, where did it come from? Where did it go? Where Underground town, I Carly, give us a material. What's it made out of? Leather. (coughs) Uh, All right. (laughs) It's leather. I don't feel like you can just say
2: leather. Purpose. (laughs) Like, what do
0: you use it for?
2: (laughs) I don't know. I I feel like I'm thinking. Am I thinking too hard?
0: Purpose, what are you using it for?
2: i'm using it to sit on (laughs) she's sitting on it (laughs) so how okay i don't i don't
0: know
2: chair like chair maybe
0: (laughs) it just is chair maybe purpose is oh but chair is a noun Mm. i feel like we're putting way too much thought into this we
2: are
1: i'm sorry for people the rule for multiple adjectives
0: is always ranked according to opinion size shape Nope. Opinion, size, age, shape, color, origin, material, and purpose. Unlike many laws of grammar or syntax, this one is virtually inevitable. Inviolable. Inviolable. <laughs> I have a hard time reading out loud. Reading is hard. I read 10 times faster in my head. Violable? I don't know what that word means. Inviolable. Inviola- oh! that's it is. I'm telling you that, that, that's... Like what it is. can't be Violated? Ah, okay. Even if the informa- even in informal speech. So even when I'm just like randomly talking about things, like I could talk about the cover of this book being matte black with blue titling and it's got a picture of a girl on it. I'm just this is informal speech, but where I put the adjectives has to do with that categorization of like where they belong. I can't say my Greek big my Greek fat big wedding it's wrong yeah it feels wrong it's hard to say oh i thought when you said and i earlier, don't they were examples yeah, right? I, that's what i thought so too so they're non-examples gotcha yeah because i would say my big fat greek <laughs> yeah. wedding because it's by size it's something that it's an it's a rule that happens and over those centuries it's just like a way we talk now we can't untalk like that Yeah, cuz even when we say things wrong. Let's go. Um Sorry, we're having a conversation about the dog's toileting needs. Spencer <laughs> picked up on what I was putting down. Um yeah, cuz like saying things like leather walking brown boots that feels weird. Say it correctly. Brown leather walking boots. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't. My brain went mm. Nope. Nope, it's stuck. Okay, so what sentence did we construct about Jen's chair? Oh. Or things she could sit upon?
1: Well, uh, I still need a noun and a verb.
0: Oh, boy. Okay. Um, Mad loves it. A noun and a verb.
2: Potatoes. Right. Oh, I like it Oh, I don't
1: <laughs> For the You sentence. don't like potatoes? I love potatoes oh. Not in this
0: sentence Dude, I could eat a potato Any way you make it Um We need a verb Mm-hmm Swinging <clears throat>
2: Alright uh,
0: So we have The
1: evil, tiny, <laughs> old <laughs> Spherical, green Underground Leather potato is swinging? Was swinging? Swang? I've-
0: swang? <laughs> I don't know that swang is a word. Yikes. It
1: sounds like <laughs> swing, swang, swang. Swang.
0: It just sounds like a w- twang. Yeah. I don't Swangin.
1: know why. Swanging. Oh boy. Yep.
0: I'm glad that people don't use all of those types of adjectives in one sentence. Could you imagine how much longer, I mean like this book was like what? 400 and some pages 460 somewhere around in there that's how much longer would a book be if they used all of those adjectives
1: it's exactly like the book I'm reading the I'm reading a memoir about a psychiatrist that is diagnosed (laughs) bipolar and I I liked the content but I couldn't tell what it was that I disliked about it and it's her writing style like Mm -hmm. literally half a page is one sentence because because she uses all eight adjectives yeah she (laughs) uses all eight on top of adding some like analogies in there
0: do you like the analogies or do you dislike the analogies does it make you connect with the book more or no
1: it would be fine if it wasn't every sentence
0: oh okay every sentence is an analogy pretty much she like over Mm-hmm. I made that word up I'm All all three of the other people in this room just went huh? Swing and spherical Yep Swing it spherically Yeah I think that would irritate me mm-hmm. It's a little much I don't know
1: But I can't judge Because that's exactly how I write So That's why I don't write books I just talk about them on
0: podcasts That's fair I mean, we read my very watered down first grade writing earlier. Apparently, first grade me liked cats and 34 year old me says, ew, not in my house. I like other people's cats. They're all right. I just don't want a cat.
1: Yeah. You don't leave them where they are.
0: Yeah. In other people's houses.
1: Mm-hmm. Not for me. <laughs> Send them my way. Yeah. yeah I was Jen, say. You can have all the
0: cats. <laughs> we don't
1: mind your cats.
0: No. Because they don't live at my house making my eyeballs itch all right my left eye swells. just your left eye
1: just the left one you ever seen hitch it's like his face <laughs> in that scene same... <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry you guys couldn't
0: see my face i'm sorry you guys couldn't see that face that was a good one. Oh, man did i have a picture all right well anything else we want to talk about this book before we wrap her up to a nice, neat little podcasty package.
2: Let's wrap her up and eat some rolls.
0: All right, Jen. Overall, what are you giving this book?
2: Mm. Wait, I did rate it. Hold on, I can't remember. Oh my what gosh, I rated did you it. really?
0: I don't know that I did.
2: Mm-mm. I think I.
0: We know that Carly didn't because she doesn't actually use her Goodreads account.
2: I can't remember for sure, but I want to say I rated it at like probably three and a half or four stars. Hold on. I actually don't know that
0: I actually put a rating on here. Please
2: hold. And that's out of five? Yes, out of five.
0: Oh, I gave it a four out of five.
2: Oh, I give it a four and a half out of five. Oh. Uh-huh. So Jen liked it a little better than I did. I think I'm going four.
0: Going four? It's I'm a solid four. four. It's a solid four. Okay, so on average, we give it a four.
2: Yeah. And I think maybe I put four and a half just because, like I said, I don't really read books like this. And I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. Like, I, I, finished, I finished it and wouldn't be upset to read it again someday way to go Joe Picoult
0: yeah. yeah that's good uh I feel like we definitely would recommend this one if you're into if you're into historical fiction or if you have if you have a deep interest in like the holocaust and world war ii and stuff like that like I have an aunt who's like super into reading that kind of content she reads a lot of like nonfiction about world war ii and about the holocaust but I think this would be kind of in her wheelhouse like I would recommend it for somebody who's kind of into that genre of books
1: would you recommend it would you recommend it to someone who majored in english and minored in history yeah okay good i think i would i was just wondering
0: i, I don't Hi. know if i would specifically know a lot of those
1: people
0: but uh, this is just me yeah
1: i said i mean what do you want to major and i said i want to walk away from
0: college with zero chance of having a job <laughs> <laughs> that's not true you could have taught english or
1: not without a teacher's license
0: yeah but you can get a teacher's license without having a degree in education yeah we're living a weird time it's a lot of taking all of the praxis tests which are not super difficult
1: except for for those listeners who didn't pass it oh she didn't mean that well,
0: man there essays. we go maybe i am i just test really well too though like, I don't have a problem. Like, I can just sit down and test it, take a test, and be like, well, I took the test. So, what I got out of this is you're a little testy. Yes, I'm a little testy. That's probably true. <laughs> don't truth, say testy. I, like. <laughs> I think on that note, we're going to wrap this bad boy up. Um, um yeah we're not talking about wrap-up testes on this podcast we I mean boobs is in the title and we still have yet to discuss anything that has anything to do with boobs in this podcast or the last one maybe the next book we read will have boobs in it
1: I think we're still recording the second episode and therefore boobs have been brought up oh well yep we've talked about beer
0: we've talked about books and now we've talked about boobs Ah, that's it well full circle here we are um so yeah Oh, we also now have an Instagram account. There are pictures of us which contain boobs, I guess, on that Instagram account. But there aren't just pictures of boobs. It's so... Because we have boobs, they just kind of come with us into the pictures. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think we could leave them out. I guess we could leave them out. We could take pictures from just like the shoulders up. Those would be really weird pictures. Knock them out. Um, That picture that's on our Instagram. The main one, though, is like a picture if we had a 90s album. That's what it would be if we had an album cover. Um, but yeah, so check out our Instagram. Give our podcast a like if you liked it. If you didn't like it, go find another podcast to listen to that's not this one.
2: Because we don't want you to stick did around if you don't like say it. What the, our our, hand oh, did say
0: is. what our Instagram yeah, handle Oh, I did not say what our Instagram handle is. Important. What is our Instagram handle, Jen?
2: Oh, I can't remember. The oh, order. come on. <laughs> books. You can do it books, bruise, boobs. And it, that, that's it, right?
0: Just it books. is books, bruise, boobs. Books, um, blues, you also, if you have ideas of books, you'd like for us to read, we have an email address. You can send us emails. One of us will respond. Probably. Me. Yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, emails, your recommendations. It's also books, bruise, boobs at gmail.com. Um, I'll throw a link in the Instagram for that one. If you're looking for that, um, yeah. You could also message us on Instagram. Again, someone will answer you. Probably me. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> so if you really would like to have a conversation with me, not Carly or Jen, then yeah, send us a message. Let us know. What do you like to read? Uh, we've already established that we like to read. So keep it going. Um, look forward for the next episode. We're kind of pumped about the next book. Oh. It's much shorter. Do we tell him what it is? I don't know. Should we tell them what it is? A little sneaky. We should. I don't know. We're getting mixed mm. signals. Let's tell them what it is. It it. Tell him what it is. What's it,
2: Jen? We are reading a choose your own adventure. Hell yeah, we it's, are. What is it? The horrors of, or the... What'd you
0: call me? <laughs> oh my gosh. If I had a dollar for every time I make that joke, every time Steven says something like that, I could retire.
2: Wait, did anyone bring those up? Here? Um, it's the something of.
0: I didn't, but I have it right here on my rich. phone, Please hold. Yep. I think it's the horror on High Ridge. Wow, I'm Just pretty sure. Singling them out. Horror. <laughs> Just the one horror. <laughs> Sorry if you're the horror on High Ridge. <laughs> We're not yelling at you.
1: I hope I choose the right adventure for you. <laughs> I will say there was. I've read two pages, and there was a lot of moaning.
2: Okay. It. Okay. Yes. <laughs> It is the the horror horror of High Ridge. Choose your own adventure book with a no, number 27. Choose your own adventure number 27.
0: Uh fun fact it was published in 1983 before my time, before all of our time. Well, you're right. Not much before my time, but still enough before my time that I can say it was before my time. Um, So stay tuned for that one. It's going to be a wild ride. I'm very interested to see which, like if we all get the same outcome, who knows? It's a choose your own adventure. What if we all pick the same adventure? I don't know. What if we all have different adventures? We don't know. It's going to be very exciting. So stay tuned for that one. Um, Yeah. You guys want to say anything else? Got anything else to say? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll see you then. Yep. Except we won't see you because this is a podcast, so we won't even hear you. <laughs> <laughs> but we will hear you if you send us an email or you throw something in our. We won't, Haley will direct messages. <laughs> I will, and then I'll let the other two know because, well, it's just the kind of friend I am. Uh, yeah. So uh, she'll
2: put it on the Google Doc. <laughs> I'll put it in our. Go- we have I a collective do Google that. Doc. I'll put
0: it there, so at least they do check that. So
2: and then I'll tell Carly to check the Google. <laughs> yeah, well, I do
0: need some reminders. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Keep listening. Read another book. Yeah. Visit your local library. Damn it. Choose your own adventure. Not library, no. Choose. Yeah, not, <laughs> not Jen's <laughs> library. Not, <laughs> no, <laughs> not, not your library. library. <laughs> not your no, library. Your <laughs> but visit the one that's closest to your house. Um, mine's within walking distance. Maybe yours is too. Maybe you've never been to your local library. Um,
1: if, if the nearest library to your house is in your neighbor's house, you should probably
0: knock. <laughs> yes don't just go busting in unless it's a little free library in which case take a book you didn't enjoy and donate it someone else might enjoy it on your block and don't knock on <laughs> <door>. <laughs> all right <laughs> all right yeah we should oh boy okay we're gonna go eat some rolls so yeah All oh, out. Wow. keep it educated and knock weird. bye that's good yeah bye This Books, Brews, and Boobs episode was produced by Spencer Brumley. Executive producer, Stephen Whitten. Books, Brews, and Boobs is an Angry Mermaid Media production. Copyright Angry Mermaid Media, 2022. It's no secret that we here at Triple B love a good craft beer. We enjoy them so much that we included them in the name of our podcast. But whether you're enjoying a super tart sour, a nice hoppy IPA, or just your basic blonde... We just want to remind you to please drink responsibly.